All right. Welcome back to another show of the TO show. Um, again, uh, we were on a little quick break for the past couple weeks, but now we are back and back at it. Um, as you can see here, um, we got another great guest on our, uh, on our show. Um, for all you Erie folks out there, you guys will definitely know who this, this guest is, as you can see him here is, uh, is we got Mr. Quarterback one, Mr. Pretty much Erie himself, pretty much you could say that is, uh, Mr. Joe Mishler. What's going on, Joe? Yo, thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate anytime, it. anytime. It's, 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 it's a blessing to have you on. It's been a little while since I've talked to you and uh, hung out with you, especially with this COVID stuff. You know, how you been? Everything's good. It's been a hectic year, you know. Uh, I know you you and your family uh, moved out of Erie and all that stuff. So when everything got sent back home uh, with COVID, we didn't get to catch up or anything. But, um, yeah, I've been, been down here, switched schools, all that kind of great stuff. and just been kind of been all over the place. But. Yeah, staying busy, school football, you know how that is, and just uh, been pretty good. Can't yeah, complain. That's awesome. it gets, all the student athletes who are listening all know about the in-season stuff, or how busy you are during the season and stuff like that. Um, you know, how, first off, how's your how's uh, how, how you how's your uh, team done with uh, COVID and stuff this this past this past couple months? Yeah, um, I mean, going back all the way to last March, we kind of had to make a decision. Like, are we going to play or are we not going to play? And um, I mean, we we decided that we, we were going to scrap that and not play like two games. We're going to play like two two road games. We're going to go at the Air Force and somewhere else. I believe it was Youngstown State. Um, and we ended up just uh, saying we were going to wait till we could play like a conference schedule and all that. But yeah, last couple of months, going through a lot of the COVID protocols, getting tested multiple times a week, waking up early, practicing, all that good stuff. Um, it's uh it's been a grind but i'm just happy that we're playing it's been a long time man so whatever it takes you know what i mean yeah exactly it has been a, it's been too long almost you know i, I kind of nice to see um all the fps pretty much fps schools playing in the the fall there but all the fcs guys and uh other other guys were i think they're really kind of were itching you know watching everyone play and, and really wanted to play um, with that. So Joe, go, let's go for the viewer's sake, a little bit about yourself. Um, you know, you're at Duquesne right now. Let's go through a little bit of your story. You kind of just kind of snake hold to, to Duquesne, which is, you know, everyone, you know, everyone says success, the key to success, you know, it might look like go straight to the top, you know, but uh, there's twists and turns and stuff like that. So talk a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. So originally out of high school, uh, we graduated together, um, and then uh, I, I went to OU, Ohio University, stayed there for about two years. Um, just uh, decided it wasn't a great fit for me overall, just as a school. I really have no complaints about the football program or the staff or any of the people there. I had some really great friends there. It just wasn't a really great fit for me. And I needed a different change of scenery um, just to kind of, you know, have the uh, maximize my college experience to a point where I could look back on it and be happy. And uh, that was really the main main motivation for leaving. Um, and then I ended up here at, at Duquesne, up in Pittsburgh, a little bit closer to home. Nice little fit, nice school. Um, and, you know, I've really settled in real nice here. I really like it. It's, uh, it's been good on with school and football. And, um, yeah, so I got here last March, or last spring. March hit, COVID, 
all that. Don't don't even want to go down that road. I'm sure everybody's tired of talking about it by now. But yeah, yeah. and now here we are. Uh, we played two games and uh, we're two and zero right now. Just really happy to be able to be out there again and playing. It was three years since I had my last my last start in a game. Yeah, that, so, was, uh, that was that was pretty crazy. I I, I remember I was sitting there. I mean, you guys play on playing on Sundays now. We're playing on Saturdays, but you guys are playing Sundays. First yeah. off, um, how has that been a, a little bit of a change with your guys' schedule? Because I know you played in the MAC, and you know you guys are playing on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever day it is. They say, okay, yeah. whatever time we can get TV time, that's the day your guys are playing. You know, yeah. playing on Sundays. Talk a little bit about the MAC schedule and a little bit about playing on Sundays. What's what's the difference? Is it is it been a little different for you guys? Yeah, I'm gonna be brutally honest. The MAC schedule is it's terrible. I mean, you wake up on a Tuesday and you travel all day, you miss class all day, you have to make all that up. Then you go play on a Wednesday or a Thursday at night because that's the night game. You're yeah. on kind of prime time action. You got people betting on it and stuff. It's crazy, <laughs> but it's really only football on during the week, which is cool in a way, but it's really tough on the student athlete. I mean, I don't, I know there's other sports that play weekdays all the time. We're just used to playing on like a Friday or a Saturday mm-hmm. and kind of having those couple of days to like recover and do all that. But yeah, playing on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, Thursday was not, it was not, it, it. Wasn't it was it. tough. <laughs> no, it, there's just so many different moving parts to it. If it was a home game, it was okay. Mm-hmm. But those away games were brutal, but yeah, now playing on Sundays, uh, I think I might have a curse where I go. The schedule just gets pretty, pretty screwed up. But must be. Yeah. I, there were some rumors the NEC was going to try to play on Fridays, Friday nights, and that would have been awesome. That would have been uh, sweet. A little Friday night lights action again. That would have been pretty cool. But, yeah, we're on Sundays. and um, I mean, I guess you could try to say, like, uh, Sunday's like football day with the NFL and all that. But it's definitely different. And your off days on a Monday, you still have class and – it's just a little bit, a little bit tough, but it is what it is. And um, I think towards the end of the season, we're going to start to get a couple games on some ESPN. Uh, I think one or one or two of the games will be on ESPN two, which is kind of cool. That's um, awesome. Just to get some more exposure, and um, really, that's one of the things I was looking forward to was the FCS kind of getting on TV a little bit more. I know, I know a lot of the TV times booked up um, already because they weren't anticipating us playing, but. Uh, yeah. Are you guys what are you guys on TV when you play See, on that's Saturdays? That's the weird thing. Is I, here, here's my hypothetical theory and I thought about this in the uh the fall a little bit. Is I always thought, "Hey, what if the FCS just turned into a spring like F, a, a, the FCS school, what if they just played football in the spring instead?" You know, because they've always wanted some sort of spring football after the Super Bowl. They've always wanted the XFL or the, you know, American football league or anything like that. And those have never panned out, but something with like the FCS, you know, I was always thinking what, what, you know, they always looking to fill TV times because they got, they got the NBA and the NBA gets good revenue and good TV time, but it's, it's not consistent, consistent as, as football and football is American sport. And so I was like, huh. And so I was kind of surprised that we, we don't really have any game, any, any games on ESPN or even like we're watching like North Dakota state and all those other schools, they weren't really on any sort of TV. I was like, what? Like I just, yeah. there's these top 25 matchups. And I was even thinking our game versus New Hampshire was going to have a chance to be on like yeah. a, a nice, 
like always some sort of like ESPN plus or some sort of like ESPN kind of Friday night action, you know, but it wasn't, and I was just kind of surprising to me. So I guess that kind of theory is kind of thrown out the window, I guess, I guess now, but you know, who knows? Like I said, I hope, I hope they can get some, some more exposure in TV times. Cause I always thought, Hey, why not get these little schools more attention? You know, it brings revenue into them and all these other stuff that might, that might help them. So who knows? Yeah. 100% so. man. I mean, I was kind of bummed out. I was going to watch that game because I saw you guys were playing. That's a that's a heck of a game, too. What was it, like 16 versus 18 or something, the rankings at that point? Yeah, something um, like that. Yeah, I mean, and you're right, though. That's kind of a decent idea of putting us in the, in the spring. I'm not against the idea of playing when it's cold out and then it gets warmer. I mean, I'm kind of into that. That's one thing about this season I'm, I'm cool with. But, yeah, it's just – being in the FCS, I don't think people really realize how good the football is and how good the competition is, you know? I mean, the CAA, you guys are always super competitive, and it's tough to even just get up into the race to win the CAA, and then you guys have, like, multiple teams go and play in the playoff every year. So. Yeah, I think I think that what hurts us a little bit is how good our league is a little bit is that there's so many good teams that we kind of almost beat each other up, you know, right. a little bit where we might not get us the same exposure. Like, I mean, it's – from top to bottom, in my opinion, it's one of the best, definitely one of the best in the country. I think the Missouri Valley and the last year, I think it was the big sky was pretty good too with, with mm -hmm. them. But, um, but it's always good to see you guys like Duquesne and, and we played uh, CCSU last year who they, I mean, they, they gave us a game in the first half before mm -hmm. we finally actually started clicking, but they were a darn good team. It's, it's always good to see, you know, all these other schools, you know, compete, and I think right now the FCS is kind of open right now, in my opinion, there's no really, yep. really good. I mean, there's good teams, but there's no like powerhouses. Like there were like with James, pretty much it's been JMU North Dakota state for the past, you know, two or three years. So I yeah. think it's going to be exciting as, as we get down to the wire here, see who makes the playoffs and you know who can, I think anybody can, anybody who makes the playoffs can make a run for that, the, the, that top spot. Yeah. I'm excited to see it, man. I mean, hopefully we get our bid and we win our conference and get a shot. But like you said, it's kind of cool. I don't want to say cool, but it's it's almost refreshing to see other teams kind of like working their way up to the top. You know what I mean? It's almost like in the uh, FBS, everybody's like, oh, it's going to be Bama, Clemson, yeah. Ohio State, and then there's your fourth. Like who's yeah. the fourth going to be? Mm -hmm. Like for FCS, I mean, I like the playoff structure better it's oh, like a true playoff so you know anything can happen type deal and it's uh it's exciting man I think this year is going to be one of the most competitive years overall and I know like like you're talking about the Missouri Valley has a couple teams that could knock off North Dakota State I mean uh, I believe it's South Dakota has been playing well the past couple of years yep. they're looking pretty good and uh you know I'm just excited it's pretty cool it's it's new to me. I've never been in this playoff format. I've never uh -huh. played in a conference like championship game, like this type of style. So I'm excited, man. And it's been fun kind of keeping up with everything. Yeah. They can, they kind of condense it down just for the sake of the, the COVID stuff. But um, like I said, it, it's definitely, it was definitely cool last year hosting a home game and having all that stuff. You know, we don't have the, we have a, we have a pretty good fan base. It's not the biggest fan base in the world, but it was nice just to have a host of a playoff game. It was just, it's kind of cool atmosphere and having stuff like that. Um, 
what, what would Joe, what would you say the biggest difference between, you know, playing at the FPS level to the FCS level, just based on the, I mean, you've had a short snippet, you were in, in, in March and you're playing in NEC, but well, these past two games, what have you noticed the big differences in, in, in not necessarily competition and play, but just, just regular differences in the, in the two different uh, conferences or subdivisions? Yeah. Actually? I mean, I get, I kind of get that question from like a lot of people, um, like teammates and stuff, you know, people are always curious. You have guys on your team that, I mean, they're, they're great players. They were kind of the guy at their high school and they just ended up FCS and not FBS. Like, I got I personally think I got lucky I mean I had amazing teammates in high school I had you Terry Henry Stan yeah. all those all those guys shout out to those guys you know but uh, a great offensive line and then we had like we just had a great team and it, it, it made it easy for all of us to end up somewhere you know yeah. what I mean and yeah it's, exactly it's it's uh I was lucky enough to end up at Ohio and it's just it was a great opportunity and everything but biggest difference it's kind of I really think it's probably like just depth you know what I mean yeah like I'd agree it, it's it's like here we have really great starters and it's uh it's just hard because the scholarships aren't there you yeah. know what I mean like yeah. NEC NEC specifically doesn't have the number of scholarships that like even the CAA teams have yeah. you know what I mean yeah so not, that's not saying that we don't have great backups or no, anything. It's no. just saying like you can't bring in the guys that you can bring in at the next level. And that's why there is a difference. That's why they make it different. There's FCS, FBS. I mean, the money is definitely uh, for scholarships is probably the biggest difference. Like treatment wise and all that kind of stuff. I mean, they treat us great here. It's, I mean, you got to take care of your athletes wherever you're at. And I think that's just kind of like a culture thing. And it was, it was really great at Ohio. They had great staff and everything and they have a great staff here. So uh, I'm sure you, you feel the same way. I, mean, I know they take care of, you got to take care of your guys, you know, and that's just a part of the process, but yeah, the difference is I would probably say depth, just like having the money to give full scholarships to kids. Honestly. Yeah, I'd agree. I think when, we, like I said, my freshman year, we played pit and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think, you know, they're a good, they're, I mean, they're, they have a couple guys, you know, pro day was, I think what yesterday or the day before, whatever it was. And they had yeah. a couple guys who, who did, definitely did stand out. But in my opinion, the, the difference between us and them, you know, even though they, they kind of blew it, we, we played with them for about, you know, the first quarter. And then we played with them in the second half, but they're already up by so much. But I always just thought, Hey, these guys are just like, a little bit bigger you know they just have a little bit bigger size and they're and they and they just have more more dudes because they have so much so much more scholarships and stuff like yeah. that just to like be able to bring in those those dudes to to, to do yeah. that you know and and i think like talent wise it was i mean top players to top players it was just about the same you know it wasn't there wasn't much difference in that i just think like i said you agree it was just it's just depth with stuff like that right and i think like to add on to that FCS football, you have some ballers. Like you have straight ballers that are either, oh, you're just a little bit too short, you're just not quick enough, or there's like one thing that so it's not the prototypical, like right. All right, like you don't run, you don't run a four three or four two. Like you might just run like a four four five or four six. Right. Like, yeah, I like, mean, you and I experienced that straightforward when we were getting recruited. You know, we both kind of had a tough time, like, like 
you were skinny, I'm short. Yeah. <laughs> like that's all, that's all there is to it, you know? But it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right, though. Like, number one guys versus number one guys, you can compete. And that's why those games are usually pretty close for a decent amount of time. And I think, I mean, if, if the resources were the same and scholarships were the same and, you know, you got, like, your own cafeteria where you go and eat and you're on a high program. I mean, it'd be cool to see, but it's just not how it is. So, um, but yeah, I always like seeing an FCS team hang around. At the FBS. Yeah. Another thing I like and like enjoying is seeing, seeing all, all the prep grads, at least just like, like I said, Erie, you know, you guys pretty much got Erie university down there at Duquesne, you know, like just bringing every, every single Erie recruit pretty much coming out like the past, like three years. I don't know how you guys landed all those, those recruits, but uh, it was also, it's just nice to see everyone from Erie who you either played against or you saw play, you know, do well, especially like guys on, that we graduated with, like you see juice and we see Terry and you see Henry, you know, I see all these other guys, you know, getting all these accolades and getting in and playing, especially you and, and, and Billy and, all these other guys, you know, I can keep the list keeps going on and on and on, yeah. you know, of guys who yeah. are doing well. Um, how, how, what is it like being at pretty much Erie University where you, you've seen these guys play or know, know, you know, these guys? Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of funny, honestly. Like, like Billy Lucas and I are in the backfield together again. We were just look, we were talking because he's been playing really well recently and he's, he's running hard. And, and I mean, you know, Billy, when he, when he gets in his, game mode he's mm-hmm. he's kind of a he's a beast like then uh but yeah we were talking about them one day we we're like it's kind of funny dude like we're gonna be back there just like we're already comfortable with each other like i mean you don't really have to worry about that much when you know somebody's back there i mean even our starting running back uh garrett owens is from northeast exactly and then yeah, our exactly. our starting safety and captain spencer the medals a d10 guy so it's it's kind of cool like uh smaller school like us they, they kind of have to find like either transfers or they find like those guys in D10 that go to smaller schools or something or, and they just find good talent and bring them in here. But yeah, you could say there's a, it's prep you, but it, uh, I think we, I don't know how many guys we have on the team now that are from there, but it's, it's kind of cool. It's nice. And um, it's nice to see that like, you know, prep still getting kids in the school places and do games like, obviously pretty happy with what they're doing when they're getting here so yeah they must uh, they must be i mean it must be one of your your um, reason to your guys' success though over these past couple of games that i saw you guys see is it seems like everyone who's putting up big numbers or putting up big stats is you know from your year some sort of yeah, connection yeah. With, with, with that which actually like i said i just constantly enjoy that because i mean it, it's just always good to just show how good, you know, Western football, but not necessarily just Western PA football, but just show how good, you know, don't, don't miss out on Erie, you know, might be a, a right. little bit on the smaller side, but Hey, you know, you better, you better, there's some dogs coming out of Erie. You better, you better look out, you know? Yeah. And going back to like what you said about just like watching your teammates on TV. I don't, I think I get more excited when I see like Matty Bo, Juicy, Terry, Henry, any of those guys make a play than I do if I make a play in, in real life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even you, I, when you scored that touchdown, I was like, that's T.O. T.O. doing <laughs> his thing. But, yeah, it's it's always cool to see guys that you're friends with and teammates. And just, you want them to succeed. That's just generally how it is. But, like, when you know that they're working hard and they're good people, it makes it that much better. Oh, I mean, they man. all deserve whatever they're getting, and I hope they get all the playing time that that they want and all that and it's uh 
I gotta say, I'm I'm very excited to see what Juicy does. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what all of us could do because I think yeah, you know, we're all going into pretty much junior. I mean, we'll end our junior year going into our kind of senior year, but technically, we all got kind of got redshirted and and at least have this extra year because of COVID and whatnot too mm-hmm. as well. So I'll be excited. You know, like I said, I think a lot of, I mean, you've been around, but uh, at least college, you know, football is like, it's more of a, a little bit of a waiting game, you know, just keep working, keep working. Cause you know, like you got seniors, juniors ahead of you, you know, it's, it's a matter of time before, you know, it's your opportunity to, to be able to put on the field. So I'm excited to see what we can do. All of us just prep grads in general can all do this next fall coming up. Cause I think, like I said, it's going to be a lot of, a lot of kids from, you know, our, our state championship team that are, going to be putting up those big numbers and and uh a lot of a lot of big plays i think this this upcoming fall which i'm really excited to see everyone's success on the field yeah even jerry and uh like cam landis is still throwing at penn and like people like that like we got guys all over the place it's kind of yeah, cool. it's like it's we got west coast east to west coach which is kind of funny yeah. that jerry's at arizona because our um our defensive coordinator uh who left last year to go to michigan he's at he's the linebackers coach at uh that Arizona and so oh, really? he'll be coaching uh, it's a small world this is so crazy it's a small world yeah. that he'll be coaching Jerry at Arizona which is awesome shout out to coach Duds and Jerry out there at uh, Arizona he's got to be liking that nice weather out there in Arizona man I could I could use I could I could use a nice trip to Arizona right now up here I'm in Albany. With you there. it was 40 degrees in, ra- in raining raining today so I was not very happy with the weather today. I could use a little 75 and sunny down there in Arizona or Florida, wherever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Be nice down there. You guys have an indoor? Nope. We're like one of the only, so, uh, like the farthest north, one of the farthest north teams to not actually have an indoor facility. Yeah, because I, I don't know how your spring practice is. Or like technically it was like fall camp, but it was in the spring. It's freezing. Yeah. We had like days where it was like wind chill below zero and we could only go out on the field for a half hour and then they'd have to pull us off the field and we'd have like warming stations and we'd have to sit in inside for 15 minutes and then we could go back out. Like that stuff's that. Yeah. And it's cold. To throw it's in definitely the, cold. In the, the cold. wind gets up here. We were able and we, there was a couple days where it was like snowy and stuff where there was like, about four or five inches on the field and we couldn't practice at all. So we pretty much just had to just not practice and have meetings and whatever. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, like there was, a, I think a couple days. So what we did was we, when we came back to school, we had like a two week kind of training, get back to like training, whatever, if you weren't lifting, whatever, get back into shape or whatnot before we mm-hmm. started up our fall camp. And then that two weeks, there was a days where like, it was one, it was like one should have won or like zero, which is, or whatever it was, something like one, two, three degrees, which is barely enough where you can actually do stuff outside. Right. Like if it's anywhere below zero, I think you have to like, you can't have anything outside. So it was like, there was like a couple of days where we were like right on the edge, which it was like, man, it yeah. was cold. It was cold. Yeah. It was freezing. And once it gets below 10, I mean, it feels like it's zero at that point. Oh, you know, 100%. It, it started to get up into like the thirties and everybody was wearing short sleeves and stuff. It was funny, but yeah, it was a long spring, man. It's, it was, it's, it was definitely, it's been a long time coming of, especially after we, you know, all of us found out that our season was all canceled and stuff. It was kind of just almost like a waiting, a waiting kind of, you know, who's working kind of game a little bit, who's able to, 
work out and who's able to not because a lot of us I don't know what happened to you guys in the <clears throat> the fall for us but we pretty much didn't really we didn't really get an opportunity to lift we probably lifted and ran for like maybe max like two or three weeks the other times we were pretty much just shut down because of COVID cases and we got sent home mm-hmm. early anyways which was unfortunate so you know it was it was it was nice to you know have these at least these these uh, two games to at least play. And, you know, they're not all these games are guaranteed because I see games getting canceled left and right a little bit too with the COVID cases. So we try to be as a team, be all smart and not worry, you know, about that stuff and just kind of just kind of just, hey, stay out of large groups and be smart. Yeah. How have you guys been navigating all that? You guys get tested pretty frequently? Yeah, we get tested, I think, three times a week, maybe four times a week, something like that. And so, Mm -hmm. like I said, kudos to our team because we've only had ever since we've gotten back we've only had one um i'm gonna knock on wood but we've had only like one um one covid case that's amazing honestly. so we i'm like i said i'm gonna knock on wood again just to make sure but um it's just it's just been very nice to you know kind of just not forget about it, but that not really a subject coming up in the locker room or whatever. It's like, Oh, where's he today? Oh, well, he, he yeah. got a close contact or something like that. He's in quarantine or something like that, where it's like, Oh right. gosh, like what sucks that we have to lose him for 10 days or something like that, which is no fun. We got, we were clean all the way up until game week and then five starters got it before our first game, which I mean, it was like five, six people total, but yeah, we were all like, that would happen. That would be the luck of, of everybody. Yeah, that's, that's... To, it, it was tough, but we get most of them back this week. And yeah, it's just kind of half of the game right now. And it, it's a part of the game. And I know like people can make excuses about this year and say, whoever wins, oh, it was just a COVID year and all that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you have to give credit to programs that, emphasize being safe and staying healthy i mean if to me that's like one of the best things going for us is we do a good job and you know people are being smart and we want to play so um i mean if a team can't play in a playoff game or something because of covid and it was something you could control i mean that's just gonna be how it is it's like a it's like a 12th man honestly like you gotta be able to it is it, it, there's no people in the stands, but you got to worry about COVID. You know I mean? but, <laughs> you're right. You're uh, right. The COVID, yeah. will, the COVID bug will get you if you don't worry about it. I'm hoping with this NCAA tournament where they're kind of being thrown in the bubble, which I've seen a lot of the stuff, but hopefully with them that nobody really gets any COVID or anything like that, where they have to sit out because their rules are even crazier. Where like, if one person gets it, then the whole team gets shut down, which is kind of unfortunate. So hopefully we can have like a normal kind of, March Madness, uh, March March Madness with them, which is I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I got to be honest. This is the one year where I have no idea, like any of the seeds, the, any I'll, of the teams. I was filling out my bracket yesterday, just for just for fun, and I was like, man, I I was like, I was like, these are this is a one seed, this is a two seed. I'm, well, they're good. Yeah. They're, they're what? Yeah. I, I was like, I am so out of it. I was like, man, I'm usually on top of this. I'm usually able to create a good bracket. I'm like, man, I'm yeah. just at this point. It's like I'm. It's a guessing game. I feel like I'm just kind of another civilian just filling out another bracket. Yeah, I only fill out like ever since we've been in college. I fill out like one a year, and it's my family one. That's that's, so that's the like same one with me. Bragging rights. And it, you have the bragging. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
But, oh, I made the best bracket. Screw yeah. you. Like, I had to come home and be like, yeah, I got you this year. Yeah. yeah. Next year and just all that smack talk. I always laugh because my roommate and I were talking about it today. It always seems like the people who know the least always do well in these types of things. Like, like I'm, I'm almost positive my mom's going to win because she probably goes, oh, like, I like the name of that mascot. She picks it, <laughs> and it's going to end up working somehow just because they don't overthink it. All of us think we're like, skip bayless out here being an analyst or something and we're like oh i have a really good feeling about somebody it is it's just it's all luck i mean it's march nobody ever knows what's gonna happen yeah. that's why it's fun but it's, that's why it's so much fun and that's why it's so yeah. like actually fair it's like yeah your girlfriend or your mom or whoever who might not be following basketball at all could make the best bracket because yeah. it's march like you just don't know what, what, yeah. what happened she'll take like a a, a, a 12th seed all the way to the final four or something just because she likes the name and they end up you know making it somehow yeah you, know? you can never go wrong with those 12-5 matchups though i think i always pick the 12s you gotta go with it there's always some sneaky sneaky matchups that who knows whatever it's like it's kind of a toss-up who who's who's the team gonna be this year or whatever who's gonna make it yeah. to the 16 kind of something like that which is which is interesting they're the the people who are actually like good at it find actual analytics and actually like figure out, you know, exactly, Oh, this percentage of this on this something, you know, stuff like that, where this, I've, I've actually looked that up and it's been pretty cool. It's helped me a little bit with those bragging rights. Yeah. Yeah. That's always fun though. I remember when we were at prep, everybody would try to watch it on the iPads during the day and like all the teachers know what's going on. Like, yeah. Like, like all of us are like jumping up in our seats or like oh we're just God. trying to find a way that we can watch it because it's blocked right try to find okay we found this yeah. loophole we found this loophole to to watch the games on our ipad with that yeah you want to get something done put a bunch of prep kids in a room and block an ipad get, <laughs> you'll, you'll figure out a loophole in like 10 minutes it's so ridiculous. just a matter of time it's just a matter of time but joe you joe you always talked about you know how much in, in high school you always talk about how much you hated Pittsburgh. It was the worst city in the town. How the hell did you end up in at Duquesne in Pittsburgh or whatnot? Has has your has your mindset completely done a one eighty now that you're actually living in there and and at Duquesne, or is it kind of like hey, I like Duquesne, still don't like Pittsburgh? Dude, it's really funny because I I did say that I was a, most of the time I was saying it to try to get under people's skin, but like. I honestly hated driving in Pittsburgh. I th- I still dislike it. I still think it's crazy. I mean, if you've ever been here, there's like 7 billion bridges and there's so many things going on. That's the only complaint I have now. I actually love it here. Like my, I have uh, two sisters that moved here. Well, three, um, one of the ones is a traveling nurse. So she's technically not here, but she still has a place down here. So, uh-huh. I mean, three out of the five Michler kids are down here like full-time there's a my poor sister who's the traveling nurse is here like every so often so it's kind of cool having all my family down here I have a cousin that's down here um but yeah I mean Pittsburgh's pretty cool I I I take back a lot of my harsh comments about it I have to (laughs) but it's got a good atmosphere and it's kind of nice because UK is like I mean we're on Forbes Ave it's literally like the one the street runs from like downtown all the way to oakland where Pitt's at it's uh i mean there's everything here i can walk five minutes and get to a pens game so it's pretty cool but 
Yeah, I was definitely a little harsh. I think it's because I'm a Cleveland guy at heart. Yeah, that's what I'm, I figured. That's what I I'm figured. I'm a diehard. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I can't say diehard. I don't really follow sports that well. But I'm a Browns, Cavs, Indians guy. That's my dad right there. That's his influence. Yeah, so. is, is, is Papa Mitch going to move down to uh, 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 Pittsburgh now since all you guys are so I, I might as well just hop in uh, move the whole family down there. You know what I mean? Right. He always jokes he's going to get an RV and just kind of like park outside of their places and just live in an RV but yeah he might he might have to we're gonna have to get the whole family down here so but yeah I definitely I take back my comments that was uh <laughs> Pittsburgh still are still low on my list I can All deal right. with well, the pens well but, that still makes sense that's yeah yeah. But your Browns did a lot better this year than uh, they beat they beat uh, Pittsburgh, so it was kind of nice to yeah. them be back. I, mean, I was happy to be able to actually sit down, and I don't know if you were able to actually watch football in the fall, actually, because we I never usually have time to actually watch you know Sunday football. You know, it was kind of nice to actually sit down and actually, hey, I can follow my team now. Mm-hmm. You're what, the Broncos? Yeah, the Broncos fan, yeah. yeah. You guys are going to be good, man. I think Drew Locke's a stud. I, that's where I disagree good. with you on that one. I hope really? I'm, a, I'm a big Trey Lance guy. And so, oh, yeah. And I'm hoping one, I'm saying if, if the Jets don't take uh, 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 Zach Wilson, that the Broncos should do whatever they possibly can to trade for the number three pick and move up mm-hmm. and take Zach Wilson. But if Zach Wilson gets taken, I think they should still move up to either Atlanta spot. Or somebody, something, something before Carolina to hopefully take. A, I think Trey Lance, if he's still on the board, that's who I'm. Who has that's who the first team. pick? Huh? The Jags. Do the Jags have the first pick? Yeah, the Jags. Jags will so take. So they're probably Trevor going Trevor Lawrence, and then who's two? The Jets. Yeah, the Jets. And they're going quarterback probably. I don't know. I, I think it'll all depend on what what they want to do. I think it's all going to depend. They might trade. I don't know. It's depending on what they want to do with Sam Darnold. Um, He's I not think, bad. I mean, he really I, think, I like Sam Darnold. I think the Broncos, if they have a chance, they should maybe think about that too as well. Yeah. Um, it's a one-year kind of figure it out, pull, kind of show me what you got because he's his rookie contract is going to be up here. And mm-hmm. if they don't pick up the uh, fifth-year option, um, then they he'll be a free agent next year. And so I'm excited to to see that. I got I got a – April's coming up here, so I gotta I gotta create my mock draft here and f- see uh, see how well I'll do. I did pretty well last year, so I'm excited to see how well I'll do this year. Do you do all the rounds? Will you go like all the I way can't, through? I, that's just that's just that's just crazy. I'll probably that's go. Coach, that's Coach 32. Brooks level stuff right there. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> I don't even think it's worth even going to all seven rounds because there's just yeah. so much stuff that can happen or whatever. I'll do the first right. thirty two. Maybe I don't, the second round's kind of a crapshoot, depending on what happens in the first round. Because you know, I, the first round's day one, and then it's the second and third on the second day, and then uh, four through uh, four, four and five, and then six and seven. I think is uh, is how it works out, or whatever. I don't know, I don't know something like that. Um, yeah. So I'm you might ex- have to go like you might have to make your round one, and then see what actually happens, and then make your two and three. Give yourself be. a little fighting chance, you know, because if that something might, be. might not be a bad idea, doesn't happen, then like your whole board could change based off of like one pick. Yeah, I might have to do that if I have time to. I definitely would 
I should do that. That'd be pretty sweet. See, yeah. see, I was pretty good. I was pretty good in the first 15, first 20, 15, 20. I was pretty good last year. I was about like 85%. I think I was or something like That's that solid. last year, which was not bad. Um, after that, I was kind of just like, yeah, the late first round is kind of tough to predict because there's a lot of trades and whatnot, but I'm, ex- I'm excited for this year's draft. I already the free agency, free agencies already kind of, blockbustered all these other patriots are making moves a bunch of other teams are kind of making some crazy moves which are kind of very interesting you know especially Mm -hmm. with the salary cap and certain stuff um but man it's it's so fascinating i love team building is one of my things i find so interesting yeah I think I, I know, think being like, able to uh, build those, being able to build teams. Like if I played Madden, like I don't even I don't, half the time I don't even like playing the game. I just like building the draft and building teams. You know, I don't I don't even care about really playing the game. I'm really just worrying about free agents, sour cap, certain stuff like that, which I just find so cool. Yeah, I was just about to say that. It's like when you play when you play those games. I haven't played a video game in forever, oh. but like when I was in. When, when, like, NCAA Road to Glory and all that stuff was out and you could, like, do the season and recruit. My favorite yeah. part was recruiting. Like, I exactly. like – I don't know. It is, it's cool, though, how you can actually, like, control your roster and, like, build a team. You're right. It's pretty sweet. But I think I, – like I said, it'll be uh... – It'll 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 be it'll it'll be again. It's free agent ain't done, so I'll be excited to see what happens, what happens with the draft and whatnot. So going back, Joe, uh, going a little bit back to high school is um, how much how much of the guys have you been able to have you been able to catch up with a lot of a lot of the old old eerie guys um, back in high school at a prep? Um, you talking like the guys we played with, or just like anybody? Yeah, I don't matter. Just general questionnaire. Yeah, like. I keep in contact with a pretty good number of people, um, whether it just be like a simple text or something, but it's tough to hit like everybody, you know, we had a smaller class, but it's like, I mean, you kind of just hit up whoever you hung out with the most and uh-huh. try to text your teammates that you were close with and all that. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I try to try to text people like every two weeks and then, just kind of like if they pop in your head, text them type deal. You know what uh-huh. I mean? But yeah, yeah it was kind of nice because, I mean, you had to be careful, but when everybody was home, if you just, I mean, a lot easier to kind of think of like, oh, I should give this guy a call. And, you know, because you're back home and you're thinking yeah, exactly. kind of back to old times and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, but yeah, it's always good to catch up with people. It's kind of cool. I have a couple of those guys that either go to Pitt or they go here, so I see them. Oh, so you got to see, you got to every, every once in a while, whatever, whenever you get yeah. to free time or whatever. Do you, yeah. So going back, what is your favorite? What would you say as of right now? What is your favorite prep moment that you had while you were back? Looking back on your four years of prep, what was your favorite prep moment that you enjoyed the most? Um, I don't know if you were there or not, but. It wasn't the public's favorite, but anybody that did it, I mean, it was just kind of like innocent fun. It kind of turned into a big deal. But our hockey team was going to States. Okay, yeah, I was there. You were there? Yeah. yeah. And uh, so the old prep tradition, which is no longer because of what happened, <laughs> is like you rally crew, does the big send off, and then everybody goes outside and chases the bus for like a couple blocks, whatever. My dad ended up telling me, like, in 2000, they rode their bikes on 
uh, on the highway, like where they merge on off of 12th on 79. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they were on the highway, like behind the bus, like, <laughs> like hauling it after the bus. But I mean, everything's different. You know, it's, there's more cameras and stuff nowadays, like whatever. But so yeah, our whole school takes off after the bus. We get like two blocks away and then you get into the area of like, all right, is this enough or not? And then everybody just like kept going. And I remember we were up, I was in the front with like Ian Malchewski, Henry, like Donish Body was with us. Like just like everybody in the school, some kid got hit by a car. Like, <laughs> like, like, it was just, it was hectic. And I think that's why it was so much fun, but we ran like two and a half miles. I just remember like stopping be like all right i'm going back like i've ran like five blocks like that's way too far and just like the rally crew keep coming up no we're not stopping we're going all the way and then i mean a couple kids made a bad decision they went up to the high school and all that deal i mean you remember that but uh yeah we went all the way up to the mercer's hockey arena i just thought that was kind of hilarious it just turned into this big deal when it was supposed to be like innocent fun but the worst part uh was like as kids were running across the street i guess some kid kind of flipped a bird at somebody and it was like the bishop was in the car so like they're really bad like not good but overall it was kind of fun i I was with henry the whole time we were just like this is insane but yeah that's probably my favorite like prep moment outside of uh athletics that's the one i'll never forget so that one was pretty fun i remember that so the story with that is i was relatively new to the school mm-hmm. and so like i didn't know where the hell what 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 the hell was going on i'm just like well these people are running so i'm running with them yeah and so we got up to the high school or not the high school we got up to the the hockey rink or whatever and 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 we're all like all right i gotta figure out how the hell i'm gonna get back yeah i just got honestly i got lost i had no idea where i was going whatever so i I actually found like i think it was like marcus and carney which are probably not the two best people to find your way (laughs) around with but i found them and we started and and they pretty much took us back to to prep i probably wasn't back we probably left at like second period I didn't get back to like seventh, seventh yeah. period. I, I was, remember that was a big deal. I had no idea where I was going. I pretty much got lost and I had no idea where I like where I was. So I, I remember I came back. I was like one of the last people probably back at the school. They're like, where were you? It's like, well, I don't know. I got lost. I don't even know where I was. <laughs> I'm a brand new student here. I'm Woody, yeah. a brand new student here. I just moved <laughs> from Oregon. I have no idea where I am. What the heck just happened? Is this normal? Like, this is awesome. This yeah. is the best school ever. If we're allowed to do yeah. this, every time <laughs> somebody goes and goes off to states, you know, that was, yeah. that was really fun. I think the mistake they made is they made it like a dress down. So people were in tennis shoes. So people can yeah. run. Usually I think there was just like, you were in your, your dress outfit, whatever. You're not running Sperry's for, you know, two miles. No, no oh, chance. Man, I'm running in khakis and a tie for two miles and there's no shot. I mean, there might be some people who might, but I was like, I'm not, I couldn't do that. Yeah. I remember one of my, I think this is probably my favorite part, but like, you know, that McDonald's is really close to the school. Yeah. A lot of kids just booked it and went to McDonald's. <laughs> right. And it's a Friday and Lent. And this is when we had uh, 
Mr. Murnock as our yeah as our uh, principal, our, our principal. And obviously he was like a really religious guy. Um, like he, he walks in and he's trying to like corral all the kids and he sees a bunch of them in, in McDonald's. And he's, he's like, these kids eating burgers and he slaps it out of their hand. He goes, it's Friday. <laughs> like slapping, it's like slapping shakes out of people's hands and stuff, losing his mind. Yeah. But what a crazy day. Like that was just insane. I remember like my dad works in the school and I remember getting an email from him, like, hey, come to my office. I was like, oh, man, I'm about to get in trouble for running up there, like, whatever. And he like, brings me in. He goes, he's like, what happened? Like, I'm getting emails from everybody saying, like, we need to go get kids. We need to pick them up and bring them back to school. And I was like, honestly, we just didn't stop. And it just turned into this whole big deal. But, yeah, that was a crazy day. That was one, fun. one of my favorite stories that I heard is that, I think Coach G was bringing a bus around, one of the buses around where the minivans. Yeah, those, those big white minivan things. And they they told him uh, get in the car, and then he got out of the car and stuff, and everyone just booked out of it and whatever. Yeah. And I was just I was just dying laughing. There's just, just so many stories. Everybody has stories their own perspective. We probably never heard the full story of like everyone what every actually everyone did which would be pretty cool to actually hear what actually what everyone did. Any crazy, funny, funny stories, what happened. That would be pretty funny to hear what, what everyone did, but that was a fun day. And especially being a new kid, I was like, man, this school's awesome. Like this is the yeah. coolest school I've ever been to. We left school and we're just running around places just doing whatever we want. This is awesome. Yeah. I mean, old school prep, like I obviously grew up around it just cause of my dad, but like that's, that was bad. That was definitely like, not good not a good look for a school but there was worse things that happened back in the day that nobody ever even knows about unless you went there just because times are so much different you know yeah. like the first thing that happened was kids were taking videos and you know how it is so but yeah, yeah that was can't make that up man that was a fun day that was that was a fun day yeah, yeah. i haven't really kept much up ever since i've really left prep i haven't really kept up with much uh stuff that's going on a prep or whatever like that my brother graduated just this past year or whatever and pretty much i mean pretty much wasn't really even able to go to his graduation because of covid and whatnot which is unfortunate yeah. and whatnot but you know it's like i haven't really kept up with it or anything like i know i know mr will was was the was the principal or whatever they call it down there i don't know if he's still still there being the principal but i haven't talked to mr will in a little bit I need, to get, I need to talk to Mr. Will. Yeah. What Hopefully he's listening to this. Mr. Will, I hope you're listening. If you're not, it's it's whatever, man. But no, I hope I hope you listen to it, Mr. Will. He was one of my favorite teachers there. He was he'd give it out and like he'd he'd dish out some jokes the whole time. It was awesome. But he also coached me when I was like in fifth grade. He was my fifth grade basketball coach. So I, think, that was a little bit I think he was weird. by I don't know, by far. I think him and and Coach side took probably my one, two, two, and Coach L were probably two to three of my favorite professors at prep. Yeah. Um, there, I think those were probably my favorites just to, to mess around and, and, and give them a hard time and them ditching it back right back at you. Just, yeah. Even just like the conversations that I would just have with certain teachers in school were, were I think, awesome. Yeah. I miss. They have a lot of good people there. I don't know how much it's changed. I feel like it's changed a lot ever since 
about to get even more different when they when they merge. I, I wonder how that's gonna work. I don't I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. I hope it works out because it's better than like having nothing. You know, definitely gonna stake a lot of a lot of traditions and stuff are gonna be different, but better than them not existing. That's how I'm looking at it. I, that's I true. Guess. I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like I couldn't go out there with my lawnmower and uh, and no, no. And, and do that, you know, if, yeah. that's, that, that, if that were to happen. So I don't know yeah. how I feel about that because I had to take that away. People, like, when I say I went to an all-boys school, like, immediately they're like, oh, that stinks. I was like, I don't know. It was just kind of like going to school with your your buddies every day and didn't have to worry about anything. Just go do whatever, joke around, and leave. But it was, yeah, I, I liked my high school experience. I thought it was fun. I thought it was, it was definitely it was definitely a good time. I think it was like there's definitely pluses and minuses of it, but I definitely yeah. I definitely like the pluses a little outweigh the minuses a little bit more, you know. Yeah, for sure. I I I'd agree. So going looking back on your what was it? So you're a th- three year starter at prep. Three, yeah, yeah. Three year starter. Looking back, what's your favorite prep football memory that for all of the prep grads or, or, or current prep football players, what was your favorite prep moment, that football moment that you had? Um, there was a lot of fun ones. Uh, my favorite's got to be, though, the, the touchdown pass to you in, in the state championship game. I just remember that was, to, uh, that was to go up, right? That was like – Yeah, that was to win. Yeah. And uh, – I just remember watching you catch it and then dip out of it to your right. I still don't know how you did it, but it worked. And it was, yeah, that was, that's definitely the, the like rush of adrenaline and just like everybody going nuts was crazy. I remember, so that happens. I don't know how to react. Like I'm running around. I run to the sideline. I'm looking for somebody to like chest bump or something and nobody sees me. I run up to Maddie Bow and he's just like in this like thousand yard stare. He's like, like in shock. So I'm like, all right, screw that. And I run down to you and everybody's in the end zone. It was crazy. But yeah, I just, that game was insane. I mean, that team gave up like what, 11 points the whole year and we scored like 17 in, a, in nine minutes or something crazy. Something crazy like that. Yeah. That was, that game, well, that, that game's insane. I mean, it was just. That was, that was a lot of fun. And I remember just a student section, especially having, the, having that, Prep Brotherhood, I, and I was, I think about high school football, I think our difference between our, a little bit of what our high school football is going to those state championship games or even playoff games where the whole student body pretty much is on, there and supporting you. And I just think, I remember how loud they were after that and whatnot. But yeah. I, that one, that was definitely a, a top, it was a top memory. I'd have to either go with, with that one or maybe the party in the end zone. Yeah, that one's up. There. I don't know. That one is up there with the party in the end zone, senior year, smoking McDowell. And my favorite part is all you see is Ian going out there, yeah. wheelchair, wheeling out there. Yeah. And oh my gosh, I just you remember. Kidding, man, he wasn't was going to miss that. He dying. was getting out there no matter what. Oh my gosh, that was so much fun. Jordan Cavato had a, it was awesome. He ran and he, he like belly dives like on a slip and slide because it was raining and it was like, he slid probably about eight yards. Like it was the most impressive thing I've seen a lineman do ever probably, but (laughs) it was, it was crazy. Yeah. That that one's definitely a close second probably. 
It could be first. You're not wrong. I don't know. Guys. It's it's I I depending on in the mood. If I'm in like more of a funky mood, if anybody was asking me, I'd probably say that one. If I was in a more serious mood, yeah. I'd probably say the catch was the, the, the definitely definitely the one. But like I said, it's really there's so many good memories of that that football team, junior and senior, even just like the class that we had, the the bond that we had over those those pretty much three four years you know that we had there was just kind of something you don't forget about yeah no for sure we had a great class man we're lucky very lucky definitely a lucky group a lot of good guys a lot of good players though too as well you know not just good guys but great players might have to get might just have to get a reunion on the podcast here get everyone on and bounce some stories back and forth and just have a good time and bring the boys back and maybe have a little you know our own party in the end zone on the podcast or something you know what i mean yeah no let's get it done let's get it let's get it going yeah that'd be that'd be that'd be real that'd be really fun to have i think uh think uh think about that so uh so going back so prep so how is prep um all the student um current students or current student athletes at prep or you know there are seniors or juniors who are going in. How is how's prep shaped you, you know, uh, college-wise? You know, not necessarily academically, athletic, but athletically, academically, and all that other stuff. How is that? How has that shaped you into to, to where you are today? Yeah, um, I'll start with like academically first, but I mean, at prep it is different. Like, you definitely have you have the different level of courses you can take, you can take harder courses and they like, they call it a prep school because it's preparing you for college. Um, and I think they did a great job with that. Like I haven't had anything in college where I'm like, Oh, I can't handle this. Cause I don't know how to time management, t- time manage it. I don't know how to write this th- certain type of paper. Cause I've never seen it before. Like, I just think they hit, it's not necessarily like teaching you the topics that you're going to learn in college. Cause like, prep doesn't teach finance courses or anything like that but they they teach you like what it means to like grow up and be an adult like teach you how to time manage teach you what it means to do like quality work like work you can be proud to put your name on and stuff and like uh like college really hasn't been that much more difficult because of it I feel like but um and then like athletically I think we come from a program where like you're used to being successful, the standard is being successful. And then they run programs that are made to be successful. Like mm-hmm. we were like, you get your laundry done. They take care of that. Like that's yep, exactly. a college level thing. Yeah, they college level stuff right there. Everybody has a practice Jersey and it's a nice practice Jersey. Like, they make nice sure locker. we had I, got a, to, I think I got I got a nicer locker at prep than I did do here at Albany almost. Yeah, right. Dude, we were so lucky and I didn't even, I didn't realize it until I think you go to the next level. We had a brand new weight room, like all that kind of stuff. It's just prepares you for it doesn't really like prepare you for like the time commitment uh that college is because it kind of it's like your job basically. I mean exactly. you're 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 playing for them to pay for your school and that's fair trade-off you know that's it that is what it is so but yeah athletically I think just like being a part of like a program where there are rules and expectations and all that it's uh yeah it was it was good man it was 
I mean, the biggest difference probably is like how you get coached. Cause like a lot of times high school coaches are just like guys that like to be around the game and they're generally like good people that care about like yeah. the kids and all that. And it's not so much like a livelihood, you know what I mean? It's yeah. not like the very cutthroat uh, job. Like there's, it's a cutthroat like business, you know? Right. I mean, it's, if you don't win, you won't have a job and that's stressful. And that, that's why you, you get coached harder and that's why it's different, you know, but um, in high school, it's just people that love the game and they're around it. And um, yeah, but I, I, I wouldn't trade my prep experience for anything. Cause I do think it helped me in a lot of ways. And um, I'm sure you've had your own experience with it and just kind of adjusting to, to school and athletics. So it's uh yeah it's been pretty pretty good definitely think it's helped yeah I, do, I definitely agree um so Joe also going into to 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 school, on the school side so at, at Duquesne here what's what's um what are you what year are you academically what are you you know what what major are you uh you are at right now and what what are you looking to do after uh you know football you know granted like I said and we talked there a little bit with this Carl on, on on our on uh episode number two is God forbid, you know, something were to happen you or something where you, you know, not everyone's going to get an opportunity to, you know, be in the NFL, you know, even if you get the chance, you're not there for long, you know, what are you looking to do, you know, after, after, after football is over with? Yeah. So I'm technically starting my senior year this semester. Okay. Uh, and like when I transferred, it all got kind of messed up. Like I had, I was ahead, I was going to graduate a semester to a year early um and then i was gonna because at ohio they had a two-year mba and i was trying to get my master's paid for just mm-hmm. trying to get as much out of it as i can and um and still like be able to play football and everything as long as i could so uh but when i came here some of the credits didn't transfer over so i was kind of scrambling i ended up trying to like overload and try to graduate a year early but I'm not going to I think it's going to be a semester early um and uh so I'm a finance major here and uh, I'm going to stay for the MBA program they have I'm in this uh this program where I'm taking MBA courses now with my other courses so when I when the time comes it's only going to take a year to finish it which is nice um and then from there I'm either I'm I don't really know like exactly where my heart's at with it, but I've been, I've been thinking about law school. I've been thinking about just going out and trying to make it in the normal world. You just go work at something in finance yeah. or something, or, or even you never know, like open something up and do something that way. But um, yeah, I mean, haven't really, haven't really like thought about it too much because it's still like two years off definitely should probably put some more thought into it but um yeah that's where i'm at with everything what about you what are you doing yeah so i'm uh for anybody new to the channel i'm a so i'm a technically business administration major with a concentration in management and marketing um with the minor in statistics and so yeah so what i'm kind of looking into go go into I kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm into the digital marketing field. I want to go in the digital marketing field. I find that super fascinating, you know, different analytics of, of that. I'm a little bit more on the marketing side of the, the analytics part more than the creative, a mm-hmm. little bit of the creative. I still got a little bit of creative, but I'm more of like 
75% analytics, 35, 30%, you know, kind of, kind of creative side of the marketing side. And so that's what I'm kind of looking into. Um, hopefully, hopefully get an internship here in the summertime. Um, I did, was able to, like I said, I was able to shadow my dad's company last summer because of COVID and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to kind of figure out kind of what I want to do. You know, it's not set in stone, but like, the glimpse I got of it, because I was only there for a month, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of sparked that fire, you know, to, to the digital marketing side. And so yeah. hopefully I can get something at least in the marketing field for this upcoming summer. Um, Cause I'll, I'll have a place up in Albany. And so I'll be pretty much up here in Albany training, working out and stuff, and then having a job, hopefully figuring something out. So, you know, hopefully something comes along, I've applied to a lot of different places. So, you know, yeah. It's all just a matter of time figuring out, you know, yeah. what's going on with, with that. So. It's funny you brought up digital marketing. I, you remember Adam Upperman, right? Yeah. yeah he and I just started like kind of like a little side hustle. We, we're doing digital marketing for a couple of different companies. Uh, I'm with you. It's cool, man. I like it. It's really cool. One of the reasons that. why I started up the podcast was being able to to dive into the little bit, you know, like I'm not really able to do any of the paid ads and stuff like that, you know, cause mm-hmm. I'm not one, I'm not yeah. making any money and one, I'm not really looking to like make this, you know, pay for ads and do stuff like that. But I just find the, like the social media being able to, you know, market the podcast or do, doing stuff like that, you know, constantly testing stuff out. Cause marketing for any marketing majors or anything like that. The one thing I learned uh, a shadowing was constantly testing different things. Like there is a base, a base stuff, but one is figuring out your demographic, but two, just kind of testing wording, testing kind of different yeah. visuals and stuff like that to be able to, to, to get, to appeal to your um, demographic or your customers who are, who are looking for your service product or whatever, you know, whatever it may be. So, you know, I've been kind of using this podcast of, as a social media tool a little bit to figure, figure that out. And like I said, I've, I've done a lot of trial and error, which is probably the best way to learn. And I, and I yeah. think it's the best way to learn in marketing is constantly testing stuff and trial and error. Hey, does this work? Does this not work or whatever, whatever like that, you know? Yeah. And at the end of the day, like you can, you can get straight A's in school and you can, you can get good grades in your marketing classes, but if you're not going to like take an extra step and try to figure it out yourself, like you're never going to learn it like fully. You know what I mean? That's why internships are a thing. I feel it's to actually like put you in a, in a setting where you can actually do things and figure it out and actually have like real life applications. So that's cool. That's why you're doing it, man. I mean, I was actually going to ask you that, like, what was the, what yeah, was the motivation? It's not necessarily like, it's not necessarily for, for that, but that's one of the reasons I talked a little bit about, uh, I mean, the number one reason I, I created this podcast because, you know, I want to create a platform for, you know, for other people as well, but I want to, I want to also create a platform where, people know like that there's other athletes that are going through the same thing or maybe like tips and tricks. Like we had Anderson on an episode number four and she talked a lot about the mental health stuff. Like, you know, what it's like to go through as, as um, the mental health side from an athlete and her experiences with stuff like that. You know, I'm just trying to get pretty much every sport coaches, whatever it is, you know, whoever wants to come on, you know, whatever it is, you know, just kind of just create a platform. So you know, everyone can use their voice, which I think is important as student athletes that we use our voice is because because we it's important for us to be heard. But 
I think it's also important to know that there's other student athletes and there's also tips and tricks to help, you know, help other student athletes out there, whether they're in college or in high school, or maybe just like, even like middle school or whatever. And they're kind of just searching their way through certain things and, you know, being able to say, Hey, what is it like being a division one or division two, whatever it is, like just a student athlete, you know, what, what is it like? What are the, the advantages, disadvantages and what stuff like that, which I just think is, is so important. And I, I just feel like it's important to use, use my voice and being able to, to connect, especially like you, I love sitting down, you know, even talked to a little bit, just sitting down talking to you for a little bit and just seeing how you're doing and, 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 and what's going on in your life. Cause I, I, I enjoy having these conversations and, you know, getting your opinion and, and your experiences of, about certain things. Yeah. I think one of the like cool things about like what you're doing is I think a lot of times when people who are normal students see an athlete, like, I mean, I'm guilty of it. I wear my, my gear around and it's just like, I don't know, it's just convenient and comfy. I, I wear it around, you do it. Yeah. I think a lot of times like normal students, kind of, there's like, there's these random stereotypes about like the different types of athletes, you know? And I think, well, a lot of people don't realize that like, we're just normal kids too. Like we're 18 to 20, whatever year olds that are just trying to make it by and have a good experience. And, and like, really, we all have expectations for ourselves in sports, school, social life, everything. So it is, it is something that uh, it, it, I think a lot of people are going to enjoy seeing like an inside look of, of what it is, you know, and it is, it's funny how like, our culture values certain people's opinions. And I think athletes opinions like matter to people, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's why you see people with those platforms speaking out on, on whatever it may be with something that they, they believe in and they, they, they believe is right. It's just, it's just how it is. So, um, no, I think it's really cool that you guys are kind of diving into all the mental health aspects of it and, and really just being a student athlete. I mean, we're not that much different besides, no. I mean, like our schedules are a little bit different, but I mean, at the end of the day, people are people, man. Um, I mean, I, I'm me walking around, you might not think I'm an athlete. You might think I'm a chess player or something like that. You know, like it's okay for me because I don't really get put on, oh, you an athlete? Like, you know, it's like, I don't think I've ever had you're that. Just some, you're some, some player on the chess team or whatever. Yeah. That's, that's what majority of, I'm, I'm not no I'm not a superstar or anything like that I'm majority like I said I'm just just a chess player usually you know look I just that's that's just how that's just who I am you know I just now there's some guys on the team like oh yeah that guy's definitely a football player that guy's definitely yeah. like he's an athlete you know like I said I'm, I'm just a chess player or like I said, we had Nick on, or I'm just, I'm just, and I don't know if you heard the story was, I'm just the, the dirty dishwasher. I'm just the, the guy who's cleaning the dishes at the pizza shop, collecting, you know, five, five, $10 an hour. Can't wait to get his, get his nice uh, little slice of pizza after he's done cleaning the dishes for the night. <laughs> yeah, it's been good stuff, man. I've, I've enjoyed watching them, but yeah, yeah. they're, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm working on, there's a couple, there's a couple episodes that I was, I'm kind of new to this. So I'm kind of not like kind of just finding my way, you know, a little bit, just finding and also getting feedback from other people on my team or uh, other teams or, you know, other, other people who like, 
recommend certain things or like, Hey, like, I really like what you're doing or like, Hey, like maybe think about this or, Hey, like, you know, I'd love to come on and, and just have a good conversation about whatever it is, you know, that I want to bring, you know, a little bit of awareness to about, about the student athletes, which I think is, which is awesome because, you know, I'm not just creating a platform for myself, but I'm creating other platforms for other people to talk about their experience as a student athlete. Or like we said, we had, I had Nick Burns on uh, episode number three and he, he's, he just graduated and he's, he's in the workforce right now. And just being able to see other people be successful and see, you know, what they're, what, do, what do they do to, to be there, which I think is just so important. Yeah. That could be kind of cool. Like touching base with people who were athletes and kind of seeing like, if you're a guy that doesn't make it to the league, you know, what do you do? Like, how do you identify yourself as? Cause I think a lot of us our whole life, like we're like, Oh, I'm a football player. Like it's like a personality trait. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, it's like it ain't gonna be there forever and that's that's just the reality that's of unfortunate it. like i don't yeah. know if you've thought about this but i've thought about this and we have had we had two guys just make the practice squad and one guy actually playing a game this past mm -hmm. year which was awesome like you know we're we're a little bit of a small school and we're getting up there you know competing in the caa and we're building a program we talked a little bit about carl is you know he he came in uh, uh a year in before i did and so he, he being able, we talked about building our program and, and you're probably the same way as he talked about leaving it better, you know, than when I got here. And I feel like uh, that he's done that. And I feel like I'm going to con hopefully continue, you know, his legacy and continue to do that as we're doing, as we're building here. But, you know, I've, we, we talked about this with Nick a little bit is, is, you know, you've played two, two, three sports all your entire life. I've played two, three sports, you know, my entire life, you know, we talked about filling that void, that competitive aspect or filling, filling that, that need that like sports have always been there for us, but they're not always going to be there and how, how different people, you know, you know, do different things to help fill that void because, you know, we're so busy with, with our time and, and stuff like that, I think is, is being able to keep us busy and being able to get in that competitive aspect is, is so important. So we're not just kind of, you know, we're not just working to work, but we're also, we also have some sort of thing that we're doing outside of work or something like that to help us keep driving through. Yeah, no, for sure. I know that's like one of the biggest issues that is presented to everybody when they do like the numbers speak for themselves. There's like how many student athletes that play football how many people actually go to the league? Like, there needs to be more people in people's ear telling them, like, hey, you're good at this. Like, you should try to go do this when you're done. And it's not saying, like, don't shoot for that. doesn't mean don't work like you're going to try to go there. Like, do I think I'm going to the NFL? No. But do I come in every day and work hard and practice like I want to? Yeah. Because that's just, like, what athletes do. That's what competitors want to do is they want to be the best that they can be, you know? But at the same time, I have realistic expectations. Like, I'm um, a transfer quarterback that's like 5'10", and, <laughs> I mean, that's just what it is. So yeah, two quarterbacks gotta, in the NFL that are under six foot, you know? Like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just – it is what it is. But I, I'm looking forward to, like, finding that thing that's like a competition. I think with nice thing about being in business is it, it's competitive. And, I mean, you can find ways to be competitive with yourself, other people, your whole life. And, Really, it's just taking those those traits that you've that you've built your whole life of being a hard worker and being competitive and put it towards something else now. 
So, yeah, I, I mean, cool. I, I'm, I've got stuck in the middle between, you know, um, like this whole like NFL thing is, or, or even just, we'll just use goals in general. And um, a couple of people told me, well, why should you have a plan B, you know, it, cause then yeah. you're not, you're not putting it all in in one A, you know, or, or put it all into A. And then I've always been like, well, okay, I understand that part, but then I understand like, like, but let's be realistic. Like, let's, I mean, let's take the percentage, you know, of our numbers, like, okay, like no doubt, like I'm going to shoot for the moon, like shoot for the stars, whatever. But I don't know, like, I, I always feel like you should always be prepared, you know, because, you know, in life, you know, I just feel like even just these past short amount of time that I've been on this earth is that, you know, whatever, life can throw at you the most unexpected curveball or whatever and you got to be ready to hit you know at least you know foul it off or you know you know do something without we can't strike out you know mm-hmm. and 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 so i've always thought man like i understand that that point of view but also it's like like i don't know like we we don't ever know when our time's going to be done with football or any anything like that so i don't know i just i feel like it's always kind of hit me hard. It's like, I, I see where that side is, but I also see like being prepared for the unexpected or being prepared for, you know, for reality, I guess is what I, what I more, I would say. Right. That's, that's just like an extreme mindset to me. You know what I mean? Like, just cause I'm not, just cause I have a backup idea of like what I want to be in my life doesn't mean I'm not just focused on being the best that I can be right now, you know? Yeah. And it's, it, it's, I, I like that quote and I dislike that quote for different reasons. And it's, I mean, for some people that's their motto and you know what, it works for them. But for some people, like they like to have a plan for everything. So yeah. it's just, it yeah, is what it at is. the end of the day, everyone's different. You know, yeah. everyone's going to be, everyone takes different approaches. We aren't going to, like I said, your way of getting to Duquesne is not the same way as Billy's or, you know, other yeah. student athletes who, who, who came to Duquesne, Duquesne. Like I've had a bunch of uh, friends and, and teammates who got to Albany or other schools. Well, they didn't just go straight to that school. You know, they kind of just found their way around and figured out, Hey, how am I, what's, what's the best scenario for me? How am I going to be? be the best me where's the best fit for me what's you know how am I going to be the best me that I can possibly be yeah that's honestly why I'm I'm where I'm at right now you know I'm happy doing well that's all I that's all I wanted you know that's all I could ask for well that's awesome how did you feel I saw you had the big big touchdown throw and the big touchdown I saw the big the big touchdown run how how was that getting your first collegiate touchdown on your first game and 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 uh, the throw and even just getting your like so go backing up a little bit so we were playing Rhode Island um I think it was two years ago and and I remember we were there was some corner that we put in our like our scouting report or whatever and we're we're watching like your guys's game versus Rhode Island versus Ohio and we saw him make a pick and I look and I turn and look I'm like oh my gosh that's Joe yeah. Oh my gosh. I, and then my dad tells me like the next day, Oh, Joe threw his first pass as an interception. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I just watched that. Like, yes. Yeah. I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like, Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I could I, tell I you. Funny. So what was it like getting your first start, your first touchdown, first Russian touchdown in, you know, your first game at, at Duquesne? What was it? How did, how'd that feel? First of all, it felt good not to throw a pick, you know? <laughs> 
I was looking forward to getting that off of, you know, there's like the ESPN stats or whatever. I was like one for three with a pick. <laughs> I was like, man, I look like a bum right now. But uh, <laughs> no, it, like I said, dude, it's been three, three and a half years since I started a game. And I, I'm, I'm just so, I'm just happy, you know. I mean, I, I didn't play a perfect game. Our team didn't play a perfect game, but like we won and, and, you know, everybody did a couple couple good things and it, it felt good though. I mean that first that first touchdown pass we came out first drive of the game and then we scored and I just remember it was, it's it feels good when you work at something for, for so long and if I, <clears throat> and it finally like happens. You know what I mean? So yeah I'm just uh I'm happy with where I'm at and I'm just happy that it all it all worked out and you know God's got a plan for everybody just exactly it just ends up happening how it happens. So, so there's a our offense coordinator, Coach Davis, put in my freshman year a quote by uh, Winston Churchill a little bit about, and the quote pretty much went on and saying, if you guys can look it up, is uh, it's it's a little bit from his finest hour speech, um, when he was making that 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 speech in, uh, to to England, and and it was about you know a soldier or somebody you know, um, better be prepared. Um, because you never know when their finest hour may, may, may come, you know, and I I've always taken that approach to whatever I'm doing, because you know, I remember my first, first year coming in, I was like, you know, we all kind of started at the bottom of the depth chart, whatever, coming in as a freshman. And I was, I was hit, that quote hit me so hard because it was like, well, today I might not be the number one receiver. It might not even be playing or whatever, but guess what? I might get the opportunity to go do that. And when that opportunity comes, imagine if I wasn't prepared, I better be, I better be prepared for that scenario because if I didn't work, I'll, I'll regret for the rest of my life that I didn't work hard enough or I didn't do this or I didn't do that. I didn't, I, I went through the motions this day or whatever it was, you know, to not get to that opportunity where I just kind of just I just lose that opportunity or piss it down my leg where I could have had the opportunity to, to be great. And I, I felt like last year, I, I, I was like you this year, used that opportunity a little bit in our, in our last six games that we were able to do to, to, to show that, Hey, this is, that was my, that was the finest hour at that time. You know, I showed I can play, I can do all these things. And I think it is the same thing with you, these first two games showing that, man, hey, look out for Joe Mishler because here he comes, man. This guy's worked his butt off for these three years. You know, he's been slept on by pretty much every every college and 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 Duquesne gave him a shot. And hey, look out because this guy's this guy's coming at you. I think and that's 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 how I've I think you've taken the situation, you've handled it very well. Appreciate that, man. I'm just excited that I'm playing again, you know. Yeah, there's it's nothing. There's one. nothing like there's nothing like scoring that scoring a touchdown with your teammates, man. There's no. nothing. You, I don't care what you do, whatever sport you're playing or whatever you do in the real world, like whatever it is. There's nothing like just scoring a touchdown. You know, celebrating with your teammates. You know, winning that game, whatever it is. Just know that that your hard work has paid off. And did you feel like a little bit after those three years, you kind of just like after, you know, scoring, having that big game, the first big game, you kind of just kind of got the monkey off your back and kind of just were able to not relax, but hey, be confident in myself that no, hey, I'm, I'm here. You know, I'm, I know I can be here like this. I, I know I was built for this. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of funny. Like you do this your whole life 
make, but you almost have to like prove to yourself again that you can do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I agree. Like there, there is doubt. Like, can you play? Can you perform at the level that you want to perform? And, and it, it was nice to come out and, and, you know, play well the first game. And um, yeah, it's, it's crazy how like mental sports are. Like you have to have the confidence, but then you also have to have like the part of you that's like, okay, well don't go, don't get too, uh, don't love yourself too much because you still got to work, you know, exactly, it's, yeah. you always got to find the balance. And I think you said it well, it's just like being prepared and, and ready to take advantage of opportunity when it presents itself. And um, I mean, that's just, that's something that people can use in life. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen 10 minutes from now. You know, exactly. I have a plan, but I don't know if it's going to actually fall through. So it's just, yeah, I'm just happy that it, it all worked out and, I think like even with you, man, like you're, you're balling out right now. That's just cause you worked hard, you know, you wanted it and you worked hard and you've been preparing for it for a long time. So it's cool to, cool to see it all, it all work out for people when they do work hard and, and, and people that like deserve to get an opportunity. So it's all, it's all coming together a yeah, little bit. Just like said, keep I'm it excited Cause I know all our guys who we graduated with, they're all working their tails off doing whatever they can do to get on the field and, and, and show that they, you know, this is this is where they belong. And I'm excited to see, like I said, probably won't be able to catch many games because we'll be playing. I'll be playing on the same day. But, you know, seeing how everyone's doing and 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 it just it excites me because, you know, we were all teammates for and won those state championships, you know, the back-to-back year, yeah, back-to-back year so that we were there. And so just excited to, you know, excited for their success and, and, and hope, hopefully they can uh, – they can, we can help, they can bring it along. But uh, you talk a little bit about the mental game. Have you been able to, this summer, be able to, you know, golf or caddy or anything like that while you're out there and improve on the golf game? Uh, I've golfed a couple times over the summer. I actually have my best, uh, my best golfing year I've ever had, honestly. I got started to find the swing a little bit, but yeah, I didn't caddy at all. They, they, uh, they the country club was like shut down because the, over they wouldn't let people have cat caddies but so i ended up just like mowing lawns and doing landscaping for people just to make a little bit of cash for when i came back to school but nothing wrong with that that's always a oh that's always a grind but i wish i could have got out more oh god i was showing up to people's house in a a four-door sedan with all my equipment in it and i was people were looking at me like i was crazy i was like hey you're do you like how your lawn your lawn looks mowed to me like who cares how how it gets done it's getting done but how do you fit the mower in the did you fit it throw it in the trunk i would i'd have to fold it down i'd have to like take the handlebars off and then unscrew it put it in lift it up put it in and then i'd have to like lift it and like pull it out on an angle and then put it back together and then the mow. did you just have the, the mower did you have the weed whacker at all did you have the i had the whole 10 yards man i had the leaf blower i had the uh the weed whacker i had an ed i'd like a, Ed, a little uh, edger edger yeah whatever you want to call it um you know they had it all man it, it, it had a nice little and you were saving the money with without the like the the half a half, half ton pickup truck the trailer yeah you know, all that other stuff you were you know just paying for gas yeah honestly dude it was a, it's a workout though some of those days are pretty brutal but were, were you the lot of lawns were the lawns pretty big or they're just relatively small you found in some old the lawn jobs weren't the problem it was the ones when people like 
like I wasn't doing mulch because I couldn't really get the mulch, you know what I mean? But people yeah. like, oh, don't worry, I'll have it delivered. So they do that or I'd the one house, a good family friend of mine, they wanted to have stones put around um, as their mulch, like around their backyard. And that, that one was uh, like the rocks were all like this big. And I was trying to pick them up and put them in a wheelbarrow and like pull and dump them and everything. That one, that one, I finished it. I called the other person that I was supposed to do that day. I was like, hey, I have to reschedule. I'm coming tomorrow. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> I was I was beat. I was done for the day. I, I had like, I sweat through my shirt within the first five minutes or something. Oh, it was bad, but yeah. Yep. But just staying busy, doing whatever, you know. Well, that's awesome. You you doing the landscaping yeah. stuff again this summer? I don't know. We'll see what happens. It depends on like what happens with a couple of these internships and who knows like what summer is going to be like anymore. And that's with... the thing though, too. Like hopefully, like I said, we talked a little bit about with everyone is, man, this COVID stuff needs to go away quick yeah get off this podcast we'll stop talking about it because <laughs> yeah i'm looking forward to never never dealing with it again but hopefully they can hopefully like texas and these florida like they've had pretty much no restrictions hopefully this they get the ball rolling with some of these other these other states that uh start to open stuff back up again and you know we can get back to normal normal life again which you know i'm, I'm really excited about you know not having to worry about who you're hanging out with when you're hanging out with them yeah. just hang out with your buds or whoever it is and just not have to worry about oh man if i get covid am i gonna put my teammates or other people you know yeah out because you know or hurt yeah. them because of hey, i'm not able to play or whatever it is it was funny uh my roommate and i so they test like all the sports teams here basically on the same day but they do like we get tested like three four times a week like you guys so we had a couple of friends on the soccer team and we ended up going over to their house, just hanging out, like just doing whatever, you know, and it, it, we had a fun time. We come back and I was like, why do I feel guilty right now? Like we both, we all got tested today. We were all negative, but I shouldn't be feeling guilty for like having a normal evening, hanging out with people. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I just can't wait for that part to go away. Cause you're right. You go anywhere now. You're like, Oh my gosh, am I going to ruin this whole season for everybody? Exactly. Am I going to ruin it for myself? Like, am I going to give it to somebody who could actually get really sick from it? All, all the whole, the whole bit. I just can't wait for it to be over. Do you guys, do you guys get the up in the nose ones or what do you yeah. guys? Do? Yeah. Yeah. I got a broken nose and my, my left nostril is like smaller than my right one. It's like. Do you tell pretty... them, hey. <laughs> I, I used to, but it's just like whatever at this point, but they always. My left side always hurts really bad because it's, I don't know. I think it's just my. So you, you still cry every time? Little watery eyes? They don't go, like, you know, like when they first started, you could feel it up here. Yeah. Like almost, you almost felt like the pressure was here. Like now you only feel like right here. They don't go as far, which is nice, but it's still, it definitely is not a fun feeling. We do, so, we do like, it's all saliva. Yeah. I heard about that those i wish we had those those are i i would rather do that than throw throw them suckers halfway up my brain you know, for sure so yeah the first, I got my the first one i got sucked oh yeah the, i remember my test in indiana like so i got ones in new york and i got one in indiana and the one in new york they're just shove it right up there i'm like man all right when are you done when are you done when are you done finally done in Indiana, they go, they don't go as far, but they do both nostrils. 
Oh, I've only ever had it with both. Oh, you've never had it just the ones, the one uh, soccer. And the one oh, over you the summer when we came back, you got it bad, man. You got. Do it they do bad. the whole five second deal where they're like twisting it and all that. Oh like, man, I feel bad for you, man. Yeah, that's every day, man. And then before we came back to school, everybody got their own personal kit, and we had to like test to come back even. And let me tell you, when someone else does it to you, it's not great. But like when you actually have to like grow a pair and do it to yourself <laughs> it's it's uh it's not great it, it, it was i was like my five seconds is probably like 1.5 seconds compared to what they do one two so, three four five yeah i was like i'm <laughs> I, I don't want to do that at all but yeah i'm looking forward not to having a thing stuck up my nose just to play football again so hopefully that's that's over with soon yeah we talked yeah we always talked about it what honestly like what are you willing to do to just have a football season? You know, how much sacrifice and our team has done a fantastic job sacrificing, you know, stuff that they might like to do. Like, let's say you're going out to a park, especially after we win, we haven't had a home game yet, but like after a win or like, you know, somebody's birthday or something like that, or, you know, Hey, you want to gather in a group or you want to have a good time with your buddies and friends and whatnot, you know, limit limit it as much as you possibly can you know what i think it's been fantastic what we've done here my 21st birthday was spent in quarantine over the summer in a dorm where i was like locked away (laughs) so everybody's had had something happen that they don't like it's just honestly good good patience lesson you know just be patient it'll go away so exactly you just gotta keep finding ways to get through it but exactly all right guys that's uh that's about all the time we got for today um again i appreciate having joe on the show it's good to catch up with joe and talk about our past experiences and and what what his road has been completely different to what my road is and whatnot and all the hurdles that joe's gone through again joe's background he's a under six foot quarterback you know and so him overcoming these obstacles, you know, and I, I'd like to say, as, as my grandpa likes to say, prove the bastard drawn. And Joe's done after these two games has done a fantastic of proving all the damn all the damn bastard drawn and 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 you know performing at a high level, which I, I've always known Joe. That's what he's going to do. So this is nothing new to me, but maybe new to some to some other people. But again, Joe, again, I appreciate you coming on the show, and it was uh, great to catch up and, and talk to you, man. Yo, appreciate it, man. I'm happy to see you guys. You're uh, succeeding down there or up there, I guess, too. Oh, but whatever, up, up um, yonder, wherever. You hey, want to say. Ooh, all yeah. right, man. I we'll appreciate have to do this man. again in the future. Like I said, uh, stay tuned for our next couple episodes. And uh, again, thanks, Joe, for having uh, being on the show. Yep, I'll talk to you later. Bye bye.